can do is worship the Lord. Amen. And uh, if we called 911 and had them come in and get the dead person, told them we was going to keep having church, I wonder how many people they'd get out of here before they got the right one. Somebody say amen. Now, I mean, thank God for being saved. Amen. We ought to be excited to be in the Lord's house. And so, if you will, I want you to take your Bible, stand with me. We'll reverence the reading of the Word of God. I'll do my best to mind the Lord and give you what God's laid upon our heart. And He directed our, our mind uh, and our heart last night. We just bumped it and mentioned about some different aspects of the hand of God. I'm glad He has a blessing hand. Ain't you glad of that? He, he reached down in the muck and the mire where you were and saved you and pulled you out. But thank God, he, the Bible talks about him having a strong hand. I'm glad he's got burly hands. Amen. He, he can whoop everybody that comes against you. Amen. Woo! My God's a man of war and nobody can whoop him. Amen. And uh, I'm glad he's my older brother. And if I get in too bad a shape, folks get to give me too much trouble, I'll call my big brother in. Amen. And thank God for his burly hand, his blessing hand. But I'm glad he has that hand that was crucified, that hand, thank God, of the beloved. Amen. That one who gave his life so you can, I, I could go free. And boy, I thank God for that hand. But I'm interested in how God works on the left hand and the right hand. I want you to notice what the Bible said in the book of Job. We're going to pick up in the middle of the story in the book of Job what is considered by most to be the oldest book in the Bible. Uh, he's already had his family. All ten kids have died. And we're sitting here celebrating Father's Day. And you ought to be grateful that your children are still alive. And, and they, if they're lost, thank God they're still breathing. Somebody say, help me out. Am, am I right about that? Thank God they're alive. And those of us that have saved kids, you ought to shout the victory over that. Uh, but Job has lost all of his kids. He's lost his wealth. He woke up one morning. He is the richest man in the East, and now he's one, he's one of the poorest men in the East. He, but that wasn't enough. He didn't just lose his wealth and didn't just lose his family. He lost his health and got down where he was, had no health. From the top of his head to the sole of his feet, he had boils. And, and some of us have came in today and you've got family issues and finance issues and maybe even health issues. Uh, but Job, in the midst of all of that, still worshiped God. Now, man, I, I'm going to tell you, we got a right to worship God because he is our redeemer. Amen. Yeah. And, and we ought to worship him because he's worthy to be worshiped. And, and thank God, I, I've, I've given an appraisal. I didn't do a laptop appraisal. That's where you go online and see what community the house you're fixing to buy. I didn't do a, I didn't just do, uh, uh, brother, I just didn't take not just a laptop appraisal, but they got what they call a comparative appraisal. I didn't just do that. Uh, but I took an appraisal. I did a walkthrough. I've checked out the rooms. Uh, I've looked and seen that he's good. And, and that word there, worthy, that word worthy, he's worthy, that comes from the old English word appraisal. Hey, I wonder, have you did a walkthrough appraisal? Have you realized, have you experienced for yourself how good he is? Hey man, how blessed it is to be one of his children. I'm not just talking about take somebody else's word for it. I'm not just talking about comparing. I'm talking about check it out for yourself. Woo! He's worthy to be praised. Amen. Notice with me in Job 23. I'll read three verses praying you can be seated. Job 23 verse 8. 
Behold, Job says, I go forward, but he is not there. Backward, but I cannot perceive him. This is key. He's confessing. Maybe you had never been there. You might. Be careful. Verse 9. On the left hand where he doth work, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand that I cannot see him. But he knoweth the way that I take. And when he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. My foot hath held his steps. His way have I kept and not declined. Father, we love today and pray, God, that you'd help me. Help me to be mindful of you. Help me to preach the word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. I pray that, Lord, you'd use me to be an encouragement to all the believers of God to do my best to preach the truth and the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, if I can't have your power, Lord, there's no sense in preaching at all. We need your help. And, Lord, I pray, God, today in the name of Jesus, a name which is above every name, that you'd help me and help me to glorify your name. In Jesus' name we thank you and pray. Amen. I'm interested in verse number 9 where the Bible says, On the left hand where he doth work. If God had helped me just for a little while this morning, I want to preach on the gospel of the left hand. The good news of the left hand. Now everybody that's saved, thank God, the thief was on the right side. The sheep is on the right side. I thank God the directions to heaven is turn right and go straight. Somebody say amen. Thank God for being on the right side. I believe when Mary and Martha and, and the Lord had came into Mary, Martha and Lazarus' house and, and Mother was come, and Martha was covered about much things and talked to the Lord and said, Lord, would you talk to Mary? She's sitting at your feet. Would you tell her to help me? And he told Martha that she's chose the good part. I believe Mary was enjoying being on the right side. It is a, a welcoming side, a worshiping side, a wondering side side. It is a wise side. I asked the church last night uh, how long has it been since she came to church and left weeping that she saw something miraculous. I mean how long has it been since you went to church expecting God to do the miraculous. It might be you hadn't seen it because you hadn't come expecting it. Amen. Oh would to God that we'd have the joy and the anticipation how to want to see God do the miraculous. And you know what the miraculous is? Is the fact that God works on the left hand to move you to the right hand. Amen. I want you to think about this in verse number nine. Job's in a mess. He's in turmoil. These so-called friends have done nothing but add insult to injury. And the best the friends were at being there for Job is when they didn't speak. As soon, have y'all ever met people like that? I mean, man, they act like they're your friends. Uh, you want to think that they'll be there for you in hard times. And uh, thank God they show up. And you think, thank God somebody's here to ride it out with me. Uh, but instead of being for you, it sounds like by what's coming out of their mouth. And you feel like telling them, I was better off when you wouldn't 
sitting here. Amen. Amen. Folks, I don't want to be one of those negative friends. Job had them. He had negative friends. He was in a negative time of life. He said, I've got to the place I can't even find God. I look in the front. He ain't there. I look behind me at the things that he's done in the past. I don't even remember him there. I look on the left. I look, I look everywhere, but thank God. I know that on the left hand, on the left hand side of life, that God does work there. I thought about the left hand side. According to what I've studied about the left hand, the left hand is the left outside. Matter of fact, uh, Brother Frank's here, and I've never, never seen anybody do what Brother Frank can do. Uh, he don't have a left hand guitar. He turns a right hand guitar upside down. I've seen him play a blaze upside down. He can do what most of us can't do that are left-handed. And if you're sitting here today as a left-handed individual, you'd have to say, you'd have to agree with me, if you feel left out. You feel out the world caters to right-handed people. Well, that's, I don't know if y'all can see where I'm going, but the left hand is the side that is the undesired side of life. It's the cut out side. It's the left out side. It's the thrown out side. The idea of left hand carries the idea of being undesired, of being liberal, of being loose. Amen. Matter of fact, when we think about Washington, D.C., there's some on the left and there's some on the right. Just in case y'all don't know, I'm on the right. I'm, I'm so far right, I can't even see the road. Amen. Hallelujah. Left is synonymous for un insincerity or malicious. The word left-handed in any dictionary actually means sinister. It means, <laughs> amen, left side, left-handed. But glory to God, in the sinister side, on the left side, on the liberal side, on the loose side of life. And before we get too high and mighty, we all started out on that side, on the gutter side, on the wicked side, on the sinister side, on Satan's side. But ain't you glad God works on the left side? Woo! He'll work on the left side and you can worship on the right side. Amen. Thank God the, the left side of life, the undesirable, undesirable side of life. What is it when health declines, when your health is shot? Amen. I'm glad God works on that side. Amen. I thought about uh, this dear sister in our home church. And, and y'all don't know her. Her name's Miss Reba. And uh, she never testified. She never shouted. She never praised the Lord until she got cancer. And man, I used to sit on the second row. Man, I don't even know how I stayed on the second row. I'd stay on the second row. I thank God it gets on in there so much. I'd jump the pew. Hey man, I mean it was just on. And one of them services, after Reba had cancer, she stood up and shouted. And when she got done shouting, she testified that thanking God. 
God for the cancer because it was the cancer that let her see how good it was to be one of God's children. It was the cancer. Amen. You see, friend, you don't appreciate Jerusalem, the city and place of God, until you've been taken captive to Babylon. But if you've ever been in Babylon, you'll be shouting when you get back to Jerusalem. Amen. If you've ever been out of the will of God or backed up on God, amen, or went to the left side, hey, can I say, you'll shout the victory when you realize that it's God through the hard times. When health declines, God still works on the left side of life. The undesired, nobody would sign up and say, I hope I have cancer, but thank God through it all, you can shout the victory. I'll give you one more closer to home. I thank God for Miss Connie shouting and praise from the Lord before she had it and shouting God for after she had it. Amen. Thank God for the undesirable sides of life. God still works on that side of life. Amen. When business deteriorates, I don't know if you've noticed it or not, you can look around. Businesses have shut. Churches have shut. Preachers have quit. Church members no longer go to church. They watch it on TV. How can you come? forsake not the assembling of ourselves together? And amen. Boy, I feel like preaching. Amen. How, how? Whoa, it's getting preaching time. Amen. Preach on, preacher. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm going to tell you how many times have we been in a situation, them folks that won't come to church, it's amazing. They'll go to Kroger. They'll go to Food Line. Hey, man, I got one better than that. You don't have to go to the Food Line. You can serve the line that brings the food. Hey, Amen. Hallelujah. Why, why go to buy? They'll go to Bilo. They'll go to Walmart. They'll go on vacation. <laughs> Woo! Amen! Hallelujah! It's amazing that this thing only cuts them out of church. Hey, man, I was talking to an old fella, a preacher yesterday, yesterday morning. He said he went to, a, after he got done preaching, they'd had church. It was right smack dab in the middle of the pandemic when everybody was scared to death and not know. I'm not denying it's real, but my God, cancer's real. Hey, man, and the flu's real. And how could COVID kill, cure the flu? But it must have. Nobody's got the flu anymore. Nobody's just sick anymore. Hey, can I just say God is bigger than all that? Amen. And when businesses are shutting down and health is being tore apart, that old boy said, he walked into the grocery store and the woman looked at him and said, I wish you people would stay at home. But she's at the grocery store and didn't even have a mask on. My God, I mean, this is the essential business of the kingdom of God. And if anything's essential, church is. Amen. We need it more than ever. Businesses are closing, deteriorating. That's an undesirable thing. People don't, but I've seen people shout it out because they shut their business and God opened another door and has blessed them. He works on the undesirable side. When sorrow darkens your home, nobody would ask. Nobody would ask. Amen. Uh, for one of their kids to go astray. Nobody would ask for something to happen to their family. 
tonight. But aren't you glad God works in those situations? He works on the left side of life, on the undesirable sides of life. Hey, don't you know it was a rejoicing time at the Father's house when that son got out of the hall pen? And if God ever brought a prodigal out then, he can sure bring them out now. Amen. And it'll be party time. It'll be a party and dancing and praising the Lord. I praise God. It ought to be getting on down at the church. Amen. When a sinner gets right or a backslider gets restored. Amen. Woo! Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He doth work on the undesirable side, the deteriorating, the declining. Amen. The dark sides. When sin divides people, I'm glad he still works. Amen. On that left side of life. Not only does the left side of life speak of undesirable things in life, undesirable circumstances. Amen. Matter of fact, before I forget it, let me just say this. They some people that God just put smack dab in our path just to see how we're going to act. I, I wonder sometimes, we see them people on the side of the road. I mean, they, they tattooed up and drunk, ain't got no money, and uh, they bums on the street, and uh, we, don't, we just keep our eyes straight and act like we don't see them. I, I'm talking about the least of these. Y'all do remember that one of the ways you're going to be judged at the judgment seat is what you've done in the body. After not sin, sin got judged at Calvary on Jesus and you got his righteousness put on your account. Would y'all agree with me? But you're going to have to stand at the judgment seat as believers and give account of what you've done in the body. Do you realize that according to Matthew 25, one of the ways that you're going to be judged is how you fulfilled the passion ministry of Christ. What do you say? He said, when I was hungry, you fed me. He said, when I was naked, you clothed me. He said, when I was in jail, you visited me. Is everybody with me? And, and that crowd that's done right were amazed that he even knew about it. They wasn't doing it to be seen. They didn't do it to be appreciated. They said, Lord, when did we see you naked? Lord, when did we see you hungry? He said, well, if you've done it under one of the least of these, my brethren, you've done it under me. I wonder how many times God's put a drunk or a drug head or somebody that's got enough earrings on their face. Look like it fell face forward in the tackles box. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I mean, just tore up from the ground up and God put them in our path. And instead of sharing the good news of the gospel, hey, man, we get to worrying about the smell. We get to worrying about, hey, man, preacher. And for I forget it. Sometimes God puts them in my path just to remind me. That could have been you preacher. That could be your boys. For I forget it. That could have been all of us. Amen. Ain't none of us arrived yet. Say amen right there. Am, am I right about that church? God says, oh if you've done it unto them, you've done it unto me. But then there's going to be a crowd that didn't do it. And God's going to judge them. And they were surprised too. Lord, we didn't see you. Lord, if we'd have seen you, we'd have took care of it. I wonder today how many times God has let us look at people on the undesirable side of life 
and and instead of helping them, we've neglected them. Are y'all listening to this preacher? Because that left side of life is not only undesirable side, it's the neglected side. But ain't you glad his hands will help those that the world neglects? Amen. And when we don't do what we need to do, God will always do what he said he'd do. Whoa, amen. Are you living in a neglected place? Maybe somebody's here living in a negative place, a neglected place, an awkward place, an undesirable place. Hey, but can I say, if you're lame, if you're if you're a leper, if you're lost, how that God still works on that left side of life, the awkward side, the neglected side. You see, that left-handed side speaks of not only neglect, speaks not only of undesirable, it speaks of an awkward side. Hey, man, ever felt like he was out of place? Ever felt like he didn't belong nowhere? Ever felt like it was weird for you to be in a crowd? The problem is you just ain't found your crowd yet. If you ever get right with God, hey, man, and get all the way in with both hands, you'll find the right crowd to hang around. Amen. Somebody help me preach it. Amen. I'm talking about the amen. As long as you're half in and half out, you're going to feel awkward. Amen. Something's going to be missing. I wonder what you're neglecting to make you feel neglected. Amen. I'm saying, great God in heaven, hallelujah. Our own skill ain't going to get us nowhere. Amen. Our own skill for God's pathetic. Our own faithfulness to God's about half what it needs to be. Our spiritual vineyard is lying neglected. But I've got good news that when we neglect, he never does. When we feel out of place, he'll step in our place. I'm so glad he works on the left side of life. I don't know how many people's over there today. But I want to tell you, he'll purge you, he'll pardon you, he'll restore you, he'll renew you. If you feel neglected, he is here to help you today. See, that neglected side, that awkward side, that undesirable side, that is almost a hopeless side. I, I've been there before. I remember uh, doing, and I'm not going to tell everything that I used to do, but I remember being called up in alcohol and, and called up in partying and, and called up in drugs and called up in that atmosphere and I, I thought that's all there was to life. And uh, man, I, I, I lived for it. I spent every dime I had. And uh, there's a lot of things I didn't do. And it wasn't because I didn't want to do them. I was too broke spending money on everything I shouldn't spend. I would to God. Me and Brother Randy talked about it. If, we, if us two had the money we blowed on the devil stuff, Hey man, right now this church be paid off. Hallelujah. I wish to God I could go back and do it. But I can't, brother. But I do know this. I got to the place I felt helpless. I felt like that was going to be my life. There's nothing more to life than just getting by. I'm just going to make ends meet. I'm just going to party. I'm just going to live it up. I mean, I felt like I was hopeless. And I remember sitting there on the bed one day. I looking at my mom. And I lived in Columbus. And the bed was spinning and man I felt so tore up I said I wasn't ever going to do it again I'd talk to God I'd try to make a deal with him if you'll let me live through the night I'll go to church I didn't go to church I went on to the military and uh, man I, I thought they lied to me on my contract hey man that's why I'm 
my boys going to the Air Force and still Army. Somebody say, amen right there, Mickey. Hallelujah. That's why he's going to the Air Force and still the Marines. Say amen right there, brother child. Hallelujah. Amen. And brother, I got lied to and I got fed up, so I just went to partying again. I got worse than I ever had been before. Got into stuff I shouldn't do. And then I got to coming home. I couldn't party enough down there, so I come home and party. And man, right in the middle of my wicked way of living, God sent a girl, amen, that caught my eye. And uh, th thank God, unbeknown to me, her great-granddaddy planted the church where I was going to get saved. And God ambushed me with a mama, amen, her mama that prayed for me. Frank and Tammy prayed for me forever got in the church. I went to church that day and the left, undesirable, awkward, hopeless side of life. But I left on the right side of life. Whoa! Ain't you glad that God still does it today? Amen. Woo! Amen. I about shouted my voice out this week, but I thank God I still got enough to tell you. He's the best thing that ever happened to me. He went to Calvary. He didn't just didn't take my sin. He became sin for us. Every dirty thought you ever had, every wicked show you've ever watched, every ungodly cuss word that ever come out of your mouth, everything that you've ever done. Oh my God. He became that. A sinless Savior. But came sin so we could become righteous if that ain't something to get excited about that he works on the left that's why he said he said great God in heaven I guess it don't matter whether I see him in the front or I see him in the behind or I see him to the left or right because the good news is hey man that he sees me even when I don't see him and church you're saved today right with God but you feel awkward. You feel neglected. You're on the left side having troubles, going through trials. Ain't it good to know that he works on that and he'll help you and you might not see him, but he sees you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank God. It's the unsuccessful side of life. That left side. When I think about the, the, the farmer talks about left-handed crops. They're talking about Bushes that don't bloom. Bushes that don't bear. They're talking about a crop that don't produce. And some of you feel like, preacher, I'm, I'm not neglected. God's taking care of me. I don't feel awkward. I'm in the right group. This crazy crowd, hey man, is my crowd. <laughs> hey man. Them little boys up there last, uh, last few days, they've been sitting with me. I said, preacher, when we say amen, I, what does that mean? I said, it means you agree. It, it means you're saying, I, I believe what you say. I said, preacher, I said, that's, that's one of Jesus' names. And so anytime you want Jesus to show up or you agree with the scriptures that's being preached, just say amen. And so boy, did they ever start saying amen. Amen. I say hallelujah. Church, it do us once in a while. Amen. To quit being a spectator or an instigator or an agitator and start being a participator. Say amen. Whoa, amen. This is a participation thing. Amen. He works on that on those sides of life. Amen. That feels like preacher. I'm not awkward. I'm not. I'm not undesirable. God's blessed me. I'm not neglected. 
But I'm going to be honest with you. I feel unsuccessful. I feel like my fruit's not coming up. I feel like I've sowed seeds. I feel like there's so much more I could do. Well, friend, listen to me. Sometimes you've got to labor and then pull in what you got and then plow and then plant and then get the produce and plow and then plant. And the whole time you're putting in water, putting in nutrients and what's not harvested goes back in the soil. Amen. And eventually that ground that used to never bear will all of a sudden start bringing forth fruit. Hey, what I'm saying is you've got a family and loved one. You've got friends. You've maybe a ministry and you feel like it's unfruitful. It's unsuccessful. Hey, just stick with it. Just keep plowing. Just keep planting. Just keep praising God. It will produce. Souls will get saved. That wife will get saved. That mama will get saved. Them youngins will get saved. I say hallelujah. You are successful if you're faithful. Am I right about that? It's required in stewards that a man be found faithful. And you need to focus on being faithful instead of being fruitful. Amen. Some of you say, preacher, I've been morally, I've been spiritually unsuccessful. Just stick with it. God will bless you. Hallelujah. I, I remember a young boy, and y'all have heard me say this. God works on that left side of life. Maybe unsuccessful, maybe unfruitful, maybe awkward, maybe. Hey, man, you feel like you're neglected. But that left side also speaks. I said it a while ago of an unhopeful side. Some of you may be right there and you say preacher I feel like I'm unhopeful I don't have I don't think I have no hope there's no there's no hope for my life to change I remember reading a story and I believe it was uh, Christ in the camp Civil War book and uh, they were talking about a young man who was going to be shot for falling asleep on guard duty. And uh, they nothing to do it. It had to happen. That was the punishment. And uh, they got him before the firing squad that day. And an older man stepped up and said, uh, if it'd be all right, General, I want to take his place. He said, hold up. What are you saying? He said, look, he's young. He's got a wife. He's got kids. His life is before him. I'm an older man. My wife's died. My kids have died in service to our Virginian state. And I, I just want to take his place. That old boy took his place. And the firing squad shot that old man instead of that young man that had done, he had done nothing wrong. An innocent man was going to die for the guilt. Is anybody getting what I'm saying? Thank God he went to the house and he got he got turned loose from the military and he went to the house. Hallelujah. And his wife come running, hug his neck. I can't believe you made it home after so many died. And his kids said, I can't believe you made it home after so many died. Daddy, we're glad to see you. He said, boys, let me show you a tin type of a picture of a man. If it hadn't been for him, I'd take him my place. I'd have never made it home. Hey, church, can I tell you, let me point you to a man named Jesus. Whoa! He was the innocent that died for the guilty. And if he hadn't died, I'd have never made it to heaven. I say hallelujah for an innocent Savior dying for a guilty sinner. He works on the left side. And lastly, Miss Victoria, you come. Lastly, amen, he works on the undiscerning side of things. See, preacher, what are you saying? Look at verse 9. He says, But I 
cannot behold him. He knew God was there. But he couldn't discern where he was. Sometimes our vision gets dimmed. Gets dimmed sometimes by disobedience. Gets dimmed sometimes by things that we don't understand in our life. You may not see him, but I say march on and listen for his voice. You say, preacher, I can't comprehend where he's at. I promise you, he'll never leave you. Amen, nor forsake you. And the whole book of Esther, God's name ain't mentioned nowhere in the book. But thank God he's behind the scenes working everything out so his people can be delivered. God's not mentioned one time in the book of Esther. Oh, but he's there. And you might not understand what's going on in your life. You may not you can't understand what's going on with relationships. You can't understand what's going on with your fellowship with God. You don't understand what's, you've tried your best to serve God. Hey man, you're not, you're not awkward. You're not neglected. Hey man, you're not unsuccessful. Hey, everything's going your way. But the reality is you can't discern where the Lord is. You can't figure out what God's doing. Can I say at the end of the book of Job, he gets double what he lost. Amen. Even kids, he had 10 in heaven and 10 on earth. Can I say today, thanks be unto God. He'll bless you. Just stay faithful. Just stay consistent and realize he works on the left hand and shout that if I'm in a left hand time of my life, I know God's working even in my left hand times of my life. Now, I know some of you have already heard me say it, but it's the truth. We were all one time on the left hand. And sometimes, as saved people, we venture back over there because of troubles and trials and tribulations. Am I right about that? But ain't it good to know, hallelujah, that there is a way home. Hey man, one day he's going to show up and you're going to realize I had a left-hand experience, but I've never left my position on the right hand. I've had a left hand, amen, hallelujah, glory to God. Hey, you know why we shake people's hands that get saved? What kind of handshake we give them? We give them the right hand of fellowship, amen. Ain't it good to know Jesus is the son of the right hand, amen. Ain't it good to know we sheep, we're on the right hand, amen. That thief that got right with God, who was that thief on the right side? But everyone has started out like that one on the left. Every one of us started out left out, awkward, sinister, wick. Do you know the word luck comes from the word Lucifer? Hey, listen, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about left. I'm talking about left out. I'm talking about awkward. I'm talking about neglected. I'm talking about sinister. I'm talking about sin. I'm talking about selfishness. But even in all of that, God worked and washed us in his blood. And if you're saved today, you got saved by free grace through the precious blood of Jesus and he's washed you white as snow he went to Calvary so you could get on the right side hey the left side ain't my home troubles may take me there but I won't stay there I'll be back amen oh listen to me today church thank God he works on the left hand right, let's stand if you will I wonder today